Hello there, this is Paul from Thirst Counselling and welcome to episode 6 of a Thirst Counsellor podcast. What I wanted to talk about today was chapter 2 of, uh, of my little e-book, A Gentle Awakening. This book you can get on Amazon uh, under the name P.J. Cullen, A Gentle Awakening. Or alternatively, you can go onto my website, www.thirstcounselling.co.uk, and you can read it for free on there. We talked in the last episode about the first part of the process, when we start, when we start a process. Now, we can start a process in many ways. We can start by um, looking on the internet to find out where we can get some help. It might be that we start to read some information about how we can get support with something like stopping smoking. Or it might be reaching out to an organisation and phoning up and saying, I'd like some help, please, or I'd I'd like to see a counsellor. That start is such a fundamental shift in our thinking from not thinking that we had a problem to recognising that we can't go on the way that we are and that something needs to be different. And so we make a start. In this second chapter, I wanted to look at the next part of the process, which is when we become open, when we start to open up to ourselves. Chapter two, open. When we open our hearts and souls to our very selves, we can try to learn who we are as people and as human beings. Being ourselves in all shapes, sizes, ages, genders and orientations, acknowledging and celebrating our differences, to know that it's okay to be me and it's also okay for you to be you. I'd never looked at myself in any great depth before. Instead, I tried escaping who I was and how I felt, spending years desperately trying to be who and what I thought other people wanted me to be. I realise now that I constantly looked outwards for acceptance, trying to fit in from an early age. In primary school, I tried to show prowess at football. All the kids seemed to like football, support their local team. I remember learning the names of some of the players of Blackburn Rovers so that I could join in conversations. Later on, as a young adult, when I was going out drinking and clubbing, I smoked, as did others and I would buy a packet of cigarettes for me, but I would also buy an extra packet of a different brand that I knew that people liked so that I could offer them one should the need arise. I wanted and yearned to be liked, needed and loved by others to justify my existence and give me purpose. Now, I can see now that at the time, the idea that people would really like me, the true me, who was a nerd, a geek, someone who liked weird music like The Cure, At the time, I thought that that was a laughable notion. How could anyone respect a weirdo like me, an oddball like that? Of course, the irony of not accepting myself and trying to be somebody else, trying to be a carbon amalgam of these other people is not lost on me today. One of my favourite films of all time is a movie called Harvey. Now, it's a wonderful film starring James Stewart about a character called Elwood P. Dowd. Now this gentle man ambles around his hometown drinking liquor in bars with his friend 
an invisible six-foot white rabbit called Harvey. Of course, to the town folk, his family and the mental hospital, Elwood P. Dowd is suffering from mental illness, probably from an unresolved trauma, and they feel he needs to be locked up and treated for his hallucinations. Yet the film unfolds like a gentle walk, and soon it becomes clear that, imaginary or not, Elwood's demeanour is greater served by having Harvey in his life. He's a better person. He's relaxed, gentle, he's caring, and he has time for others. And the final message of the film is that people prefer Elwood exactly the way that he is. Even with Harvey, it is in fact okay for Elwood to be himself. Therapeutic conversation facilitates that phenomenon. That it's okay to be ourselves, whatever ourselves might be. It's also empowering to be with another, that they may know through their own personal acceptance that it's okay for them to be themselves, whatever that may be. And it's been an important lesson for me to know that what I have done in the past does in no way define who I am today. However, it has helped shape me into who I am becoming. I have in the past done and said terrible things. I've committed crimes. I've been cruel. I've been thoughtless. I've been inconsiderate. Yet as I've opened myself up, I've learned to forgive myself for past choices. And I grow from the lessons that I choose to learn. I was once told, look back, don't stare. It was a good lesson because looking at our past allows us to see our journey. And by recognising and seeing our journey, this can solidify where we have arrived today. Which in turn allows us space to gather our thoughts and feelings about the here and now and help us to choose where we go in the future. We all can be ourselves. It is detrimental to ignore that part of ourselves. We live such a short life and being anyone but true to ourselves is a sad way to live this short life. And yet there are times in life when it is painful to be ourselves. Through our experience in life, we find ourselves in pain and society has taught us this, hidden from others. They've got enough problems or they won't understand and the reality is maybe they won't understand. But what I've learned is that if you fill a pan of water and you put the lid on and you let it boil, eventually the pressure becomes so great the water starts to come out sideways. And it is in fact more real to be ourselves at all times and not to try and run away and hide from the pain. This therapeutic conversation that it's okay to be ourselves, whatever ourselves might be, is important. Look back, don't stare. It was a good lesson. Recognising and seeing our journey can solidify where we have arrived. This can allow us space to gather our thoughts and help us to choose where we go in the future. Those first few times when I was in counselling when I was seeing someone and when I was uh, starting to open up it was allowing me to really become who I was to be a part of, of, of who I had been and who I was becoming it is painful to go through our pasts to really open ourselves up to another human being in the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous one of the steps 
is about sharing your life with somebody else. Step five. Step four talks about us making a fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And step five says we admitted to God and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. And that in its very self is a real intense way of opening up ourselves to another human being. Amidst all those fears of judgment. And in therapy, people often sit there and, and they talk and they open up and they say some of the worst things that they have done in life. And therapy really allows that space to be a safe, nurturing place where it is okay to be yourself. Change is inevitable. Change is very, very difficult. However, people can become so stuck where they are, so stuck by what they've done, that they never really move forward in life. And the opportunity to open up to another human being and to unpack some of those painful thoughts and memories and beliefs and values allows us to reevaluate and move forward. In the next chapter, we're going to look chapter three, which is titled Look, is where we really start to look at these things that we have opened up, really start to unpack these things. I'd like to thank Anchor FM for for hosting this podcast. Um, It's really quite a revelation to me uh, just to be able to walk around Uh, and talk into my mobile phone and literally just hit publish and suddenly it goes out there into the ether. Uh, It's quite amazing. Uh, It's quite cathartic as well. You know, um, as I'm recording this, it's Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, Christmas Eve is a, a desperately lonely and painful time for some people. And maybe this is one of the greatest times where the gift that we can give other people is the gift of listening listening to somebody else start, listening to somebody else open, listening to someone else so that they can then start to look at their own lives and how they can move forward. I'd like to take this time to to wish anyone listening to this uh, a wonderful, peaceful, celebratory time, whatever your faith might be, uh, however you spend this time of year. I hope you have the opportunity to spend it with people who care and people that you care for. Sincerely yours, a first counsellor.